Past my bedtime. Yeah, we're going to have to make this fast. Nick is needs to be asleep an hour ago. <laughs> I really do. Whoops. Whoops. Oh, well. Nothing like last minute. Uh, just like on C- Christmas Eve, wrapping presents, doing podcasts last minute. Oh, hot. Hot. My, that yeah. is loud. Is I'm, that not loud? Well, I'm turning it up a little bit. I'm adjusting levels on the fly. This is what you always want to do in live recording. Yeah, I love it. Sorry. Yeah, you're just making more edit work for yourself. <laughs> you're not going to edit it. Leave it in. Leave it in. No, it's... Yeah, I'm not going to edit it at all. There we go. All okay. right. So what did we just watch? We watched Miracle on 34th Street, the 19... 1947 one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, which I have seen a lot in my life. That was my second time. Mm-hmm. I did not remember any of it. Really? Any of it. Mm-mm. Not a single moment. Wow. So, uh, first comes in. Wait, with so, hang on. Hang on. What, oh. what did you think of it in general? Oh, I liked it. Um, I have like different imp- notes and impressions along the way, but yeah. overall, love a good anti. So, okay, here's a, this is it, so loud. Am I not so loud? Okay. <laughs> Um, love a good anti-capitalist moment. Sort of. I was about to say. So, love a good anti-capitalist moment, yeah. which is what it starts with, kind of. But then it turns out everything, he, everything still ends up happening because people are being selfish with their choices or, or other reasons. But this is why I wanted to like go through the plot because I feel like I okay. can talk about it as we go. So, it starts out with, uh... It's cold outside. A man's got to do something to keep warm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the inciting incident of the drunk Santa. At the Macy's um, Day Parade. Yeah. And turns Wait, out... Actually, earlier oh. than that, we we start... Camera follows this man walking down the street who then starts bothering uh, a salesperson who's setting up a Christmas display in a window and tells oh, right. him to switch the reindeer around. But that first shot... When it goes from behind his head to you see his face. Yeah. He's just this wonderful, smiling Santa. Yeah, he is sweet. So great. Um, Yeah, so they set him up as Santa immediately, or what you want to believe is Santa. And then... So weird that Santa Claus from the parade just goes to work in Macy's right away without a question. They would have already hired him for both jobs. That's the point. But like... That guy goes and works in Macy's? Yeah. Still? No. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, this is a movie conceit, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, that was not hard for me to believe. That, like, no, but they don't want to pay two different Santas. One who's... Sure, you know, but it, it doesn't feel like... Uh, it's a, The whole sales pitch is that this is Santa. Yeah. And so you're going to see him at Macy's, and he's in the Macy's Day Parade. If it was a Gimbel's Day Parade, it wouldn't have been the same. So, and then we jump into... Um, I said, who is this creep with Susie? Why is her nanny letting her hang out with a stranger? What is happening? Yeah. They're, like, they're live-in servant. So Doris... Who's, the only um, non-white person in the whole movie is mm-hmm. their live-in servant. 
Maureen O'Hara is Doris. Little mm-hmm. girl Susie. Mr. Mr. I wrote what? it down. Hang on. G. Mr. Gailey. Gailey. Fred Gailey. Thank you. I thought she called him Reg at some point. Reg. <laughs> it's not Fred. Reg Gailey. Is it Reg or is it Fred? It's Fred. Oh. <laughs> Reggie. Um, so, I don't know. Some guy who just like rents an apartment near her decided to... He liked the look of the mom, so he would just creepily hang out with the kid. And he even says it. And she's like, oh, (laughs) so charming. That's a definite movie thing. Yeah. Um, But I did say that... Oh, I really... I thought it was very cute. Um, So then Santa, Chris Kringle, whatever, is working as the mall. Santa. Not mall. The Macy's Jesus, 1980s, 90s brain. The Macy's Santa, and he meets this young kid, Alfred. He's seventeen, who likes to be Santa for the little kids at the Y, which I is love so Alfred. cute. And Alfred rules. I just noted that that Chris Kringle looks at Alfred like with this pride of a father. Yeah, which is so sweet about like how generous Alfred is. Yeah, like in those moments, I think are the like, especially nice, right? You know, when it's like yeah, the heart of the movie shines through. You know what I loved about that first interchange between him and Alfred? Mm-hmm. He says, "Why do you why do you like to dress up as me?" And Alfred isn't like, "Oh, you think you're Santa Claus?" He's yeah. like, "Well, yes." I, just, I love like a a total acceptance of the fact that this guy is Santa Claus. It's it, yeah. It or warmed and my even heart. if it's not that, it's that Alfred is is just like a nice guy and willing to let this guy say what he believes you know what i mean yeah. like just be who he wants to be and not question it yeah um it's great alfred rules he's great um and th- i i did comment on how the his beard sticks out very nice it's very like it's a great beard it's a very impressive Woo. beard yeah they must have put some product in it absolutely right? <laughs> that thing is i said love that santa is very skeptical of the commercialism isms of commercialism oh my god and then also, I definitely mentioned... Of all the isms in the world, the waist <laughs> Alfred has no accent, and then all of a sudden is, says that. <laughs> well, he says, see? Yeah. No. But it's like he watched... Um, he Someone said, be a New Yorker. And he said, I, I've never heard a New Yorker before. <laughs> um, um, and then just... Uh, commercialism. Commercialism. <laughs> That's how they talk. Uh, it's like Frankie Baby. What's that from? I feel like it sounds the same accent. Uh... But what? What did I write? I don't understand. The blank is a fine name. Oh, when people, I don't understand that thing that um, people in like the whatever 40s or 50s, when they say, oh, Augustus, Augustus is a fine name. <laughs> why do we, why <laughs> like do we say cares? that to kids? Yeah, who cares? And also they didn't name Peter themselves. Peter is a fine name. Right? Like it's yeah. the parents who named the kids. It doesn't make any sense. Um, just. Before we get much further, yes, Natalie Wood is so good in this movie. Oh, I forgot it was Natalie Wood again. She's yes. so good. She's so funny. She's very cute. Like, I laughed at almost everything she said. She's so funny. She's a good little actress for however old she is in that. Do you remember how the janitor was at last New Year's? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it rocks. Um, so he's still acting as the uh, Santa... And turns out he's been, when a kid asks for something like this special fire truck, 
the mom's like, well, Macy's doesn't have it. So please tell him like he has to pick something else. And even the whatever the I forget that guy's name. He's Mr. Shellhammer. Mr. Shellhammer. I wrote it down. Um, is is like the manager just tells him the like, head of the sure toy department. Pu- make sure you push this certain stuff that we have in stock. Like don't don't let them ask for other things. Yeah. Um, he just sends them to like another store. And turns out the moms pretty much all really like that because <laughs> they're stressed out moms trying to get stuff for kids in the middle You're of the You're putting giant the city. spirit of Christmas above commercial. It's great. No. So then they start writing letters and thanking them. And so of course that's where this comes the theme of, right? Like the the broad facing theme is like, oh, it's not about commercialism, but then it turns out things end up being so so Mr. Macy and all and and Mr. Gimble and all the people who own all the other big stores realize like this is a good business venture and therefore do it. So it ends up being successful, like continue because of commercialism. Yeah. Right. And then that continues in with all the the lawyer stuff later. But yeah. um so then there's this awful like guy who does like personality tests. Like is that like does, like is he HR? Like what kind of job is that? Yeah, that's a that's a weird. So here's where the plot starts to get very weird. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well, oh and then I didn't know Mr. Gailey is Gailey? Gailing? Gailey. Gailey. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> um is trying to like hook up with Doris clearly, right? Yeah. Also and weird. I, and I said dude and his boundary stomping. She's yeah. she's like don't tell my daughter he that he brings Susie like for some reason he's at the zoo with the nanny very weird has the nanny gets like sick or needs to go home or something so he's like I'll take Susie to Macy's so the nanny in her weird decision here also lets him take Susie to Macy and so he he takes him up to Santa even though it's been clear now that Doris does not want her daughter to believe in Santa does not want to talk about like imagination at all yeah. of anything or any magic or any faith or anything like that. Um, and he just keeps like doing stuff that she clearly has asked him not to do with her daughter. Yeah. And like, then it's rewarded at the end, which is yeah. a little like, uh, you know? Yeah. I think it's all sort of in service of two things. The, the theme of you got to believe sometimes and not just be so commonsensical all the time. Mm-hmm. And just the in service of the the like the big scenes of the movie, like you want to see the letters get dumped on the thing at the end. You want to see, yeah. Um, but I'm saying he. I mean, this is the know, problem with like most movies up until almost maybe now is that like he's the prince charming. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, stomping all over the woman's boundaries, and it all because that he knows better. Yes, he does. You know. And Which is frustrating because he they're, did. They're extremely fast courtship. They're yeah. they're buying a house after a month. His uncle <laughs> yeah. Fred and stuff. It's, yeah, it's like probably barely a month, right? Like oh well, because Macy's Thanksgiving April, to yes, Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're buying a house. It's exactly together. a month. <laughs> um, oh God. Yeah, it's it's intense. It's uh, unreasonable, but that's the kind of the magic of of this weird movie. Um, yeah. So then, so the reason I brought up the guy with the personality tests is he's horrible, and Chris Kringle gets mad at him, and for some reason decides like the only thing you can do with people he's, like this is give him a whack in the head. He's a he's a violent Santa. He's a violent. Santa. He's like he, he's 
he threatens violence on the drunk Santa at the beginning. He he says uh, a couple of violent threats throughout, and then he smacks somebody on the head. I feel like he's like um. He's like a vengeful. Santa. No, I feel like he's like a like a progr- like not progress like ultra left wing Santa in that like. Um, he's like a, he's mili- not gonna a militant toler- leftist. Yeah, like he's like not going to tolerate intolerance, and he'll yeah. like fight you if yeah. you're intolerant. Like that. Yeah. That's that's that Santa. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and the people are like, "Oh, well, I thought you wouldn't fight." You're like, "No, I'm going to fight like Nazis." Like, yeah. no, you can't. You can't be here. So yeah, it's hard to tell if this movie is like writing itself toward the ending, or it, if it it's just like, like it if it's sort of like what the hell do we do next? And then just like, oh, we got to do this and not rewrite anything to predict this. Just keep it going. Yeah. So the guy is like, he's clearly crazy. Like the the quote psychologist guy and people are arguing with him. Even the person who's at the like old person's home is like, no, he's fine. It's just like a, it's a very harmless delusion. Like he's not going to be violent. Nobody in the the world by whacking him in the head. Nobody in this world thinks that he's, um, like an undesirable person, except for this one psychologist who just has who hates everybody. But I mean, great example of this can happen at any point. Yeah. You can be yeah. at one per all that it takes is one like semi competent like psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever yeah. to um commit you. Yeah. And you're away forever. Like it's scary. Yeah. That that kind of stuff can happen. Um but you know, I said <laughs> these quotes are right after so I said, Can you imagine being told by another person that you think is like she, Doris clearly thinks he's like not sane, right? And then he makes a comment like, "I'm gonna keep after you and your daughter. I'm gonna change your mind." Yeah. He's like very aggressive about that. But then immediately after, when she has him over for dinner that day, she lets him put her daughter to bed in the shadows. Le- what? Why? No, that that was the second night. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> yeah. But no, it was the first night where. I don't know if it was the gum, maybe, but she was like the gum was a that was a weird bit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Got to keep this minute in. I know that was clearly a. That was it was. I guess it's a fun payoff to him. But him like, the, and I noticed there's no. I think now there would be music like the scene with the the daughter blows a bubble on the bed, and he clearly wanted to blow a bubble, and you just see her eyes, and it clearly was big, but then popped all over his beard, and then you see him pick like it flash cuts to him picking it out. For like five seconds, and then flash cuts to a different day. A lot of short scenes, but there's no like music or whatever, which now we yeah. would have. So it felt yeah. very disjointed, I think, for us mm-hmm. watching current stuff. Yeah. Um. But no, like he just put her to bed. Like he just said good night to her in her room. Right. When, like that woman had like just brought him home. Anyway, um, I did not like Mr. Gailey and through the first half of the movie. That co- like being an exceptional lawyer, yeah. I want to open my own office. Like I wrote, yuck. He's kind of a prick. Yeah, but then he like he has good intentions of wanting to help encourage that little girl's imagination. Yeah, I mean like, that, that's great. That's like the movie trope is he's like I have good intentions, so it doesn't matter if I'm, I'm I do all the sleaziest methods right around yeah. impact greater than intention right, which I just explained to our kid <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I said, what's his motivation? Like I, cause I didn't remember and I, obviously he wanted to get with Doris, but I said, what's, but it seemed like there was a separate motivation. Yeah. Like because he, was, he was like driven. 
yeah like and i feel like if if they had given us like a flashback to him as a kid where santa was like he got a present for christmas when his parents were fighting and he was so like it made him feel better or something to like help him believe in the spirit of christmas or the spirit of santa like you know what any sort of past motivation would have been i i'm happy none of that shit is in this movie sure it's a very modern thing it's like we got to explain everybody's personality yeah like this guy just has this personality yeah uh and i it's it's like the like who wants the origin story movie me always me <laughs> <laughs> i want to know everything about every character like oh pa- we, we can't past, just have present and future we can't just have iron man we have to know how he got there and spend two and a half yeah. hours with iron man okay but know, i'm not asking know. for two and a half hours i'm yeah. asking for one minute because it's not it's clearly not that he want. even though you think maybe he wants to be this exceptional lawyer so he ends up taking this case of whether santa belongs in a quote loony bin or whatever sure um oops, sorry um but that's clearly not it right you don't believe that's why he took it yeah he wants to help chris because he's his friend he's known him for like a month but then before he becomes friends with chris he also like is trying to convince Susie to have imagination so like what what i don't know i really i really wanted his motivation yeah yeah i don't know it's yeah We, we don't get it so there's the other thing there's a lull in the middle of this movie like around the, the psychiatrist part mm-hmm. yeah like the beginning rocks yeah and then the end rocks and the middle the whole family falls asleep on thanksgiving <laughs> every single time <laughs> don't That's don't funny. know how they my, mem- my, my memory of this movie is like oh this is fun we're in macy's uh natalie wood's great danke sinterklasse oh, like right. all, all these that. great moments and then the trial. And I don't know how, why <laughs> why he ended up there. I think I remember him hitting the psychologist on the head. Yeah. And that's sort of it. Um, I don't know why. I don't remember knowing why anybody does anything or why any of it matters other than as a Christmas movie. And that's Santa Claus. And it's a fun, yeah. fun thing to exist. Um, well, so it leads yeah. into like the... The reason, so I'm saying like, right, the commercialism, blah, blah, blah. But then all of it is successful and works because all the companies buy into the commercialism of it. And then you end up with a judge who behind the scenes has a politician talking to him being like, you're never going to get reelected if you say there's no Santa Claus. Like, this is a terrible idea. Right. Doing and then all the, it's the, it, the movie is doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Yeah. The and then like movie. the, the reason they end up winning the case is because the, the male people are like, Oh, we could send a bunch of letters to this pretend <laughs> Santa get Claus. It, get it off our plate. <laughs> get it off our plate. And then like the, like the, the district attorney, like, yeah, can't not, li- can't say the right thing because there's kids there. And like there's yeah. always, which I guess makes it right more interesting than just um, like they actually believe. Like you yeah. might not. It's a little yeah. more clever for the adults, that, I guess. The whole thing is that nobody actually believes yeah. he's Chris Kringle, but you could technically prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty funny. It was funnier than I remembered. It's great for sure. I did get excited when um, Mr. Gilly was like, 
I tend to improve Santa Claus is real. I got, yeah. I don't know. I got like super pumped. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's the silliest thing. And you're like, yes, prove it. And then when he goes, he motions for yeah. all those bags of mail. You're like, yes, he's got them. Yeah. Uh, man, good stuff. I mean, really the thing that proves it in the end is a private moment. Mm-hmm. Not a public display of whatever. And it really um, only matters to the individuals. He yeah. proves it to, I guess. Um, so yeah, th- thoughts on the movie? Um, there was a fat phobic moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I wouldn't Couple. show it. They talked about the padding a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't show it. To, I don't know. I'm just paranoid. Show it to a kid who's still in throes of Santa because it does put the doubt in your mind, right? And if it's not already there. But here's the thing: to everybody in the movie, it's like this guy's not Santa Claus. To everybody watching the movie, it's like, that guy's so obviously Santa Claus, mm, true, right? True, true. Like, if you're watching it, you're like, that guy's totally Santa Claus. Yeah. He's, he's not crazy. The whole thing is, you're going to prove he's not crazy. I guess because in my head, I'm like, but if he's Santa, like, this is a f- fake movie, therefore, there's no real Santa because this is a made-up movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, how it gets... I don't know. It's a, it's if you a, see a movie about a dragon and your parents tell you, like, it's not real... Dragons aren't real. Well, you can you can hold the idea of a mall Santa and the real Santa in your mind at the same time. I think you can hold the idea of... How about this? This movie did not dissuade me from Ooh, believing in Santa until I was nine years old. Okay. All right. And I watched it all I mean, time. I don't think our kid would watch this anyway because it's he an hour and a half. He doesn't watch any movie. And it's black and white. <laughs> and he doesn't watch any movies. Yeah. But So, yeah, I think a, a, any kid could watch this. It was pretty... Besides some gender norms that you'll see in anything i would say it was decently i mean it's very white but uh, unproblematic otherwise yeah it's i don't remember any weird racist tropes that i can besides like having a a a live-in servant uh, or she's not living but but there's no like toys that are inappropriate or songs or that i remember uh cry count i cried twice i think i cried maybe three times i think i i think i cried at least once maybe twice we both cried when the dutch girl she's dutch not german yes when the dutch girl sings (laughs) with santa claus because she's so sad because apparently her family died in world war ii and she came over and did not think about that, but yes, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, geez, that's and even sadder. Is in an orphanage in the United States. But she was adopted, but by people who didn't speak her language at all. And she's just so she looks so lost and so lonely. And then <sighs> he says hi to her in Dutch, and her eyes light up. Wait, we should have. Oh, I want to. What did they say? Carries on a conversation. What's the I, conversation? It says Dutch in the oh. subtitles. Is it not real? Uh, she did not sound like she knew Dutch. <laughs> but then they sing this little. Donkey Sinterklaas' song, which, ugh. Yeah. That's what made you cry, the song? The whole the whole exchange got me going, but... Yeah. Yeah. And then when, oddly enough, when Mr. Macy is on the stand, mm. and they're like, Mr. Macy, do you believe this man is Santa Claus? And he thinks back on all the interactions kids. he's seen, the kids' faces light up when they see him. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, he's like, sure, why not? It's great. Of course, his first thought is like money, money, money. Yeah, like I'm. Just, I don't want to lose this guy. Right. Macy's Santa is a loony or whatever it says. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, ableism talk. 
Mm, well, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Because there's a whole... <laughs> most of the plot point is about putting someone Somebody, in a yeah. mental institution. Um, oh, here's their exchange translated. He says, hello, I'm glad you came. Aww. Oh. Which is going to make me cry. And she said, oh, you are Sinterklaas. Mm. And then she jumps into his lap and he said, well, yes, of course. And she says, I knew, I knew for sure you would understand. And he said, of course, tell me what you'd like. And then... um switches to Susie and she said nothing I, I think you can tell she says oh. this I already have everything I just want to stay with this lovely lady about her adopted mom that rocks and her mo- mom looks touched and then Santa said would you like to sing for me and then they sing Ugh. it's St. Nicholas little rascal puts up in my little shoe puts on my little boot thank you Santa Claus perfect I love that she doesn't even want anything. She just wants to talk. She wants a safe home and a place to, to and the person who cares okay. for her. I know. <laughs> I made to <Nick> cry. <laughs> Did you like my acting? Oh, man. Yeah, so... I mean, what can I... I, I can't separate this movie from... See, I can from my childhood. Any, any sort of stuff that's going on with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a rough It's my guy. dad's favorite Christmas movie, and he just died. What did he... Do you remember what he said about it? He, he said, it's time to watch Miracle. <laughs> 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 we put it on and we Did watched it. Did he have a it. favorite quote or like anything you remember? It was my mom quoted all the time. Oh, yeah. She she loved the um, Mrs. Shellhammer's scene. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> the upside down phone. And then that's, <laughs> that's a good bit. When he switches it for and it's still upside down. And he's down, also so patient. He never it. gets oh, mad at her. It's great. He's just like, oh, it's wrong again. <laughs> Hello. Well, he also probably had some some three three deep martinis. Yeah. So, so a, a, the hello was a yeah. quote all the time. How silly of me! It was I, a quote all the like time. I feel like I've heard your mom quote that before. Um, yes, we'd love to have Santa Claus come and stay with us. We think it would be simply charming. Uh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> uh, so that was a favorite scene in the family. Um. I I don't know. I think it's the the theme of it um, is you you gotta believe it even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah, which is what Christmas is. And being as a non-religious person, I'm a little like right. don't love that theme always to but begin with. The but. other thing is the the season is more important than just the gift. It's about the magic of the season. Yeah, and. The fact that we're quote unquote losing it and have been for fifty years, it's not. I know, just, and it's a repeat. I, I know, yeah. it's like it's still like that, man. Sorry, and <laughs> Sorry I, th- I think I do think that's what my dad tried to cultivate. Hmm. He would just surround us in these magical things. Yeah, every, and it was very really like slow. Every December, paced like music is not like a. I was in the middle of a reminisce. Like he, he would have the the tree. He would like the magic of the tree. The magic of the. Like Nutcracker collection, his village. It was all this like he would this big burst of wonder. He would try to just totally radically transform the house into this Christmas wonderland for himself, maybe more than anybody. Um, but it worked for us that's too. Fine. Yeah, it's his house. Um, but that that's maybe that theme is exactly what this movie is trying to say that it's it, it's bigger than any one person it's this spirit mm. spirit you're trying to cultivate and that's what's important who cares about the truth mm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah this guy's excellent at cultivating that spirit and it yeah, doesn't matter and the feeling of community and giving right like the 
that the Kimbles and Macy's and whatever are giving yeah. things to each other. The end is that they are actually doing it. Who cares that behind the scenes are like, we're making more money. It's like... The impact is greater than the intent. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And it can be good or bad, right? Like your impact is bad. Kind of doesn't matter what your intent is. But if your impact is good... Yeah. I mean, if your intent was bad, like stinks for you because we right. got something good out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I Ten, I liked it. Ten I, stars, whatever. It's a great. It's a great movie. Yeah, that's what we, we rate our movies by stars. Stars as, and not five. Ten stars ten on the Christmas not tree. Not four, not five, but ten. Ten stars on top of the Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. It was sweet. It was. It was better than I remember. And it ends in, with all those movies in the forties and on a, a punchline. What is, what is it? What do they say? It's like, maybe I didn't do such a good thing after all. Yeah, I also... I, yeah. I, don't, I don't even understand that one. Because like, he was if, like... If he is really Santa Claus, he just proved he's Santa Claus? Is that what... I think what he meant to say was... That's what I was saying. Like, I think he meant to say, like, I did this impressive thing by, by like, literally pulling this old man out of nowhere and I proved he was Santa. Can you believe oh, I went from maybe zero it, to nothing? Maybe it wasn't that impressive. It wasn't that impressive. All. That's why I said the word good or whatever he said was maybe, wrong. It maybe was impressive. I didn't do yes. such a good thing after all. Maybe he did it. Like, yeah, it was already done. Yeah. He is already Santa. Right. Because, like, they end up driving past. He sets them up to drive past a house that the kid wanted. It had exactly everything she wanted. Yeah. It was for sale and he had left his cane there. And so that's when Mr. Gailey. Hey. And Mrs. Gailey. No. Um, <laughs> and Doris. Uh, Doris Walker Gailey, please. Ugh. Maybe she won't take his name. Maybe she'll just be Doris Walker. Walker Dash Gailey. <sighs> Maybe he'll be Walker Dash Gailey too. Uncle Fred. That was creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> um, Daddy soon. <laughs> All right. We got to end this. Wrap it up. Um, and so... You know, he was like, oh, maybe I, because he was just talking about how he did such an amazing job. Oh, because he was saying like, I'm such a, um, I'm going to end up getting a good lawyer job out here in Long right. Island or wherever right. they are because I proved that Santa was real from this like Joe Schmo. Right. And he's like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I'm not that good of a lawyer because I see. it was actually already true and I'm an idiot. But, well, hey, nobody else believed it and he helped if, people believe it. So the joke needed... That much 45 seconds of No, I'm saying they used the wrong word. They should have said impressive. Yeah. If they had said impressive, I think it would have made more sense. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't or, matter. Or it, it just matter. sounds like a punchline. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back next week with more Christmas fun. I'm Maybe. scared of this next movie. I don't know. It, 80s. You wh- don't remember you want, it. You, you want to end it with Elf? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Okay. That's what we'll do. So we'll be back next week with Santa Claus, colon, the movie. Come starring David Huddleston, Dudley Moore, John Lithgow. Wow, look at you. Look at me. All right. Professional. Yes, I'm a pro. Find us on social media, by the way. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) 